And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100% and on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. All right, guys, here with Josh Thompson, Big John McCarthy. Podcast Dave, um, just a couple things. Please hit the subscribe button. Okay, we've got a couple things we're going to talk about tonight on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, all those things. Hit the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up on YouTube. That'll share our videos to everyone else. We appreciate it. You guys have been doing that for us lately, and our numbers are growing, just like you guys talk about in the comment section. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Uh, also, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Josh Thompson Official. There's a new shirt up. Uh, John and I really like this one. Podcast Dave uh, put together some nice artwork, and uh, it's pretty cool, man. I like it. So um, check it out there at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Josh Thompson Official. Okay, and then that'll take you right to our shirts. We have the old, we have the uh, original Wayne in logo on there, as well as the new design. So it's pretty cool. Check it out. Uh, Check Big John, it out. Big John, what's going on, buddy? Come on, so much is going on. Life is just moving at a snail's pace. Yes, this is <laughs> yes. killing me. It's all right though. Uh, we got we got fights coming up. I'm I'm at least a little bit happy, and I'm happy with the way it's going. It's completely different than what was kind of happening the last time with. UFC 249, so mm -hmm. they're going in the right direction. We're going to have fights. I feel good about this one. This one will happen. So You're pretty stoked. Good. You're pretty stoked. I'm kind of stoked. I am, dude. That's a, it lost a really good fight with Amanda Nunez yeah. pulling out. Uh, I understand why she pulled out, though. I mean, I, you got to look and you got to say it's why. exactly. Oh, basically, real simple. I wasn't able to train the way that I need to train to fight someone and be confident that I'm ready. And, you know, it's exactly what you were talking about that I don't think a lot of people understood when you're saying, are we going to get the best version? You know, the, are these guys ready to, you know, you know, come in here and fight under the conditions that they're, they've been put under here and we're not going to see the very best of them. I think Amanda was looking at it the same way. She's going, hey, I'm the champ. I have to perform to a certain level and I'm not getting the training that's making me feel like I'm going to reach that level that I need to be at. So she pulled herself out. You can't blame her. Not at all. No. She's the champion. And, and people got to remember that the money when you're a champion is oh. a lot different than when you're not the champion. You think? So, and we were just talking hold about it, hold this. It, hold it. What? Stop. You do this for money? Yeah. What we, are you talking about? This You don't do this for money, Josh. Guys, people don't fight for money. There's a, there's a space in my career where I just really thought. Like I became, I knew I became a prize fighter. It was all about the money, and it was. And don't get me wrong, I still love training. I still loved competing. Of course, but it was about. It became about the money. The business side, it it reared its ugly head and it took over. And it was. I mean, it was. It made me a better. Made me focus a lot more. Also, like, hey, you're getting paid this much. You get, it's like any other job. When you get a raise, you better fucking perform because if you don't, there's no there's no demoting you. You're there's just gone. Else, there is somebody else that will take your place. Yes, and you're just gone. So um, we were just talking about this off air about uh, somebody I know bought a, a big property right after he won the title, and you know, he ended up losing. You know, his next fight, and just there went the money. The money wasn't the same. So when that happens. What do you do, man? Like you, you got to, got to sell the property or you got to do this. You got to be financially responsible for what goes on. You realize you become a prize fighter and, uh, that's, it, it, it changes things. And she did a, she did a very smart move. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think it was worth, it was worth it. You know, there it's it, unfortunately a lot of fans don't look at it this way. There's just a business side mm -hmm. that you've got to run your business. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're fighting for the UFC and that's a business unto themselves. But you are a business yourself, and you've got to run your, you know, your career as a business mm -hmm. because it's only going to be there for so long. And you've got to do the right moves to make sure that you are taking care of yourself, not only now, but also in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I look at, uh, you know, I think someone who <clears throat> I've admired for a while and the way he's done business and the way he's able to pull these things off was uh, Dominic Cruz. You know, he run, oh. he's ran his his career like a business. And I was very impressed with how, you know, for him for him to sit on the sideline for, what, three years, right? Then come back and basically get his title back right away. He ran it as a business. There's no ring rust because all I do is stay training. He's the guy that kind of stamped that whole, like, this is how I'm going to run my life, and this, which just so happens to be my business. He did a great job at it. I think if he's, he, he's trying to do it again here. Yeah. How long has it been since he fought? Uh, it's got to be at least his, probably two years. His last fight was against two. 
Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, when he lost the title that fight. Shit, I that did was that fight. That was maybe oh, yeah. three, three, four years ago. So three years ago. Come on, man. I wow. mean, you look, you go. He's do. He did it again. Now he's been working. So yeah, you can look and say, you know, he's been doing all the uh, commentating for the UFC and things like that. But he hasn't fought in a long time again. Yeah, and he's going about doing things. He's got a shot against. Cejudo here, a lot. Of, I, I'm really surprised when I see people complaining about that title shot. I just don't get it. How Stupid. can you say that he doesn't deserve it? Stupid. The guy deserves a title fight because of who he is, what he's done in the sport, yeah. and the way he's performed every time he steps out there. Even when he loses, like he lost to Cody Garbrandt, dude, he put on a hell of a performance. That was a great fight. Oh, dude, yeah. that was a great fight. I love that fight. I watched that fight in New York with uh, Chuck Liddell, and I think Randy was there. We were all there, and uh, we watched it at this uh, bar in New York because the PFL, I think, was like the next night. Yeah. Uh, Fitch fought Jake Shields the next night in, in New York, so we were all out there for that. Yeah, it was that was a great fight. We were all sitting it, it was phenomenal. I thought it was a great fight. Cody um, Garbrandt was breakdancing inside yeah. there, but yeah, just <laughs> – I loved it, man. I thought it was so great. He was the one guy that just did not let Dominic get in his head. It he seemed did. like he seemed like he let him get into his head, like in camp and the in the you, pressures and all that stuff. Oh. But when he got into the fight, it was like there was not a care in the world. He knew he was gonna win. I was like, wow. Dominic, Dominic does not get the credit that he deserves for his banter. Oh, yeah. And his ability to get guys to be pissed and want to kill him. And I thought, you know, going into that, I was watching. I'm going, eh, Cody's starting to get mad. He's starting to lose yeah. it, you know, because he's having all these moments. It's like, you cannot let Dominic get there. You can't let him have that because he, he just feeds off of it. And he loves it. And he's good at making you then go after him, try to kill him. And he takes advantage of all the mistakes you make and he gets his win. Yeah. But Cody did an I was so impressed, you know, just in the, when he backed off, I was like, oh, there you yeah. go. Okay, smart move. And he just continued to do it throughout the fight. What a performance. Yeah, we just haven't seen that Cody since, though. He, nope. let, he let TJ get into his head. Uh, he just, I think he got caught up with the critics and all the ways that he lost to TJ those other two times. And when he fought, what was his name, Mark Munoz? Mark. Yeah, right? Pedro, Pedro, Pedro Munoz. Munoz. Okay, when he fought him, um, it, it, he got caught into the slugfest again. Man, he well, he got caught into that position of instead of going out and saying, "I'm just gonna let this happen. I'm gonna let it come. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep touching him." And one of the times when I touch him, he's not gonna get up. No, you're searching for that one shot knockout, and you're planting your feet, and you're taking risk when you do it. And those risks have not paid off for him, and they've worked against him. So. Yeah, I think he's going to come back a much smarter fighter. He's, he's still talented, man. And he's got power in his hands. For 135 pounds, dude, that guy can he can swat, as you yeah. would say, dogs. Yeah, he's got dogs in those <laughs> hands. He's got dogs in those hands. Um, yeah, I, th I think there's no doubt I think he'll come back. I, I wonder, someone, someone was telling me that he's not a big guy. And I've met him a couple times. But I thought he looked like a normal 135-pounder. But, I mean, his cut to 25, I don't know how good it's going to be. It doesn't seem like it's going to be hard for him, though. From everyone telling me, it's like it's not going to be hard for him. So, if, if that's the case, maybe 25 is better for him. But, man, I can't imagine him, I don't know, I, getting to 25. I've seen him a couple times, and he doesn't seem that small. I mean, I've hung out, we've got a couple 25-pounders that train at AKA right now. And I'm like, man, I see what's his name, uh... Dustin Ortiz, he's he comes and trains there a lot. And, yeah, uh, you know some of the old people from uh, Alpha Male are there right now, and so are, we're you know we're there before the COVID thing started. When Sean Bunch is not fighting at one twenty five, he has he makes one thirty five and can't get down to one twenty five. Yeah. Telling you something. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, Sean, man, that guy. I, I can't. I swear to God, did not even believe that he was like thirty six or thirty seven, something like that. Yeah, dude, he looks like a kid. I couldn't believe it. He looks like a little kid. <laughs> he and, does. and he like kind of just, you know, just kind of. I don't even know how to explain. He's got. He almost feels like he has that southern style of just laid back, relax. Everything's what's up. What's going on? <laughs> I'm just oh, like, how you doing? What, like exactly. How you? He's like, how you doing? Uh, it's what? like he has that very southern. It's like. I don't know. He just, he's a great guy, man. He's a, and true story. 
him and I met the first time. We were all out in uh, Fresno. He was out there hanging out uh, with the Zinkins, who happened to be my manager. They were all out there for an event at the Save Mart Center. And uh, I wasn't fighting on that event, but I was there. And DC was there. DC happened to be really good friends with him. And the whole it was a big wrestling crew there of guys <clears throat> that all just came off the Olympic circuit. And they were all out in Fresno to watch the fights because DC, uh, DC had had them come out for Dwayne, this big event. Da, da, da. True story. The very first time that that bunch and I ever met, we we almost started throwing blows on each other. We just got into <laughs> it. It was he he was like, oh no, I'm gonna do it. and and guess guess who was the mediator? Guess who? Guess who was the mediator? Daniel Cormier. <laughs> he was not. He was the guy actually instigating it. I said, poor Sean oh, Bunch. That, that's poor exactly Sean. what I would say. Hey, Josh, don't do that. Go ahead, Chuck. Go get him. Yeah. Go get him. Yeah. He was trying to break it up, but at the same time, he's like, Bunch, you going to let him talk to you that way? Bro, you can't let him talk to you like that. You got to let that boy talk to you that way. And then he would turn to me and be like, bro, this guy, he can wrestle, man. He can wrestle, but he can't. He can't stand in your head, kid. Go get him, Josh. Go get him. Don't let him talk to you. Like, he's smaller than you, Josh. Don't let him talk to you that way. He was, I got to tell you, man, like if you had someone that could instigate fights or get people caught into an, an exchange. We call it hooking in the gym. Oh, he hooked you. We call it hooking. When someone can instigate it between two other people and leave. So I would do that with Javier all the away. time. I would do it with Javier all the time. I would hook him into a conversation and I would drag somebody else into it, you know, and then I would have those and then we'd all be arguing and then I would just skate out and just watch from a distance <laughs> and watch them argue. We call it hooking at AKA. We've been doing it for years, even before DC and Kane and everybody. I used to do it to Hob and then there was actually the gym manager. It was an old gym manager at AKA. He used to do it to all of us. He's the one that he's the one that kind of got me started on the whole thing. So I would argue, I'd start a conversation, an argument with like Rich Crunkleton and Jake Shields, or you know, like it was just all these guys, Pat Minahan and and Paul Bonatello. I'd get them all arguing. And as soon as they started arguing, I would just bounce and skate away and I'd take my phone and video it and just watch from from far away. And Hob would just start laughing because I would do it to him all the time. Because I would get them caught up in this big argument. And when they get caught up in it, they're willing to make bets that their brain just doesn't process yet. So I would win money or I'd win dinners off of them. I'd start, so Javier owes me like 13 or 14 steak dinners because of all the dumb bets I've talked him into. So it's big, it was, it's funny, man. But DC that night was on, was on a terror. He was like running back and forth. Like he was like a referee in the middle, but it was like, no, 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 no man. Gotta stay back, stay back, man. Stay back, Josh. Josh, just stay back. We'll talk to him, man. We'll talk to him. And just he'd run over and talk to him. He's like, Bunch, you gonna let him talk? To you that way, man. Don't let him talk to you that way. And yeah, what? And a bunch would get all amped bunch, up. Bunchy, you can't, you can't let him do that. Oh bunchy. man, <laughs> it was great. It was so great, man. It was see, there were so many. It was hilarious. Rock, I think Rockhold was there. Who else was there? Uh, Rockhold Bunch. I mean, that was the first time I ever met Sean Bunch. Just, but a great guy, man. Ever since then, we've been cool. Been a great guy. So, speaking of uh, AK, let's talk about uh, Rockhold. Rockhold said he's getting the itch. Of course he's getting the itch. <laughs> what do you think? What does that mean? Uh, I think maybe he's going broke. Ooh. Ooh. I, I think I think well, it's hard, man. I think I think it's people don't people don't I I didn't realize honestly. I didn't realize how much I had to watch my spending after I decided I knew I was after the Patriki fight, I kind of figured I wasn't gonna fight again. So you I just you have to watch it a lot. You can't you know, even though the gym was making me money and some other things that I, I invest in, they were making me money, but you got to watch your money. It goes fast. You know, it goes yes, really it fast, you know, and, <clears throat> and he, he likes to live a nice lifestyle. I'm not saying he's broke. I'm just simply saying that it's, he's probably realized that money's, that money's starting to be a little bit of a factor. I mean, it's been what, two years now, right? Something like that. Maybe this 18 you, months. Here's the question though. And you, you got to look and say, I'm going to step back. Joe Rogan did something that I thought at the time when he did it, I said, man, he's being a true friend when he talked to Brendan Schaub. Yeah. You know, and Brendan got mad at him. And it was, hey, why are you fighting? Yeah. Not going to be the champ. I'm just being honest. You're not going to be the champ. And so what is it you're fighting for? Is it that you're fighting for money? Is it that, you know, that's what you want? But, you know, you're, you're, you're accepting damage and, you know, you've been knocked out now couple of times and all this stuff that he went and he talked about it's almost like maybe someone should talk to rockhold about that saying why are you fighting because if it is the money okay you've got to fight because you you know what you need the money I'm, i don't know that yeah. but 
And, you know, you take a look and Luke went up to light heavyweights, you know, and he felt he was going to do very well against Jan and that didn't work out for him. And he can go to, you know, he could go back down to 185. He makes that weight. He's a huge 185 or when he fights, but then the speed is there a little bit and everything. And you're looking at this point, Luke has been diminished to the point where he can't take that big shot and recover. And so he can win. I'm not saying he can't win the fight if he doesn't get touched with that with a good shot. But man, as soon as he gets touched, you know he's gonna be, you know, fighting yeah. that that slippery slope and the ice is gonna be under his feet and he's gonna be having some problems in that fight. And I just you just look and you go, Man, there's got to be a better way. Man, you got you know, I don't know what he's got for his modeling career and stuff, but the guy is incredibly good looking. You know, he's been a model for, you know, Ralph Lauren. Yeah, he still and is. All that stuff. He's still doing work like that. The, the thing is, is how long will that last? You know, the other yeah, thing that's is true. Well, when you do when you do things like, like let's, let's use Rhonda, let's use Gina, you know, I can't use Gina because Gina's, she's still doing really, really well. But you have other, you have other actors, yeah. not, you have other uh, sports people that have left, you know, because they were on top and then they went to do movies and then those movies dry up. When, when you're not fighting anymore. So they kind of go hand in hand. I'm not just fighting, but I'm saying that's football, true. football players, baseball players. That's why they schedule everything around their career. They say, look, I'll do stuff on my off season, but they don't, they can't do anything during the season. So for fighters, they can schedule things if they can make it organized. The hardest part is that whenever you're doing stuff like Hollywood stuff, or if you're doing Hollywood stuff, you're doing photo shoots, whatever it is, they almost always want to get you right around fight camp time because you're also in shape there's that and then two is you don't know when these things are going to pop up so you sometimes have to say no to a fight but then do you want to do that because it's guaranteed money or do you want to go do the other thing that's probably less money but it opens the door for you to do other things when you're not training so it's a catch-22 you know and i always try to relate things back to what i've done before but it's it's hard like i did a couple movies and i had to say no to a fight and then i had to come back and get ready for a fight right away so that you have things that, like you want to do it for the experience and maybe it's something that can lead to something, but you also don't want to take away from what makes you your bread and butter. It's a hard yeah, situation. Wow, you say it's a catch twenty two. I don't see it that way. Okay, what do you think? Because one, one, you're playing. Yeah. One, you're just playing. Hey, I want to go play. Okay, but when you play, you're not taking care of business, and one is your business. You know, and it's I always look and I tell guys all the time, you know, that want to get into acting. Hey. Spend as much time acting and learning how to act as you did fighting. And maybe someday you can actually be an actor because yeah. right now you're playing an actor. You're not an actor. You're not good. You suck. I'm just telling <laughs> yep, you, okay? Yeah. I'm just being honest, you know? You know, I, all the time, you know, I got offered things. It's like, no, man, I suck. I'm not an actor. Because I, I didn't put in any time to yeah. learn how to do that. And it's a craft. It's a skill like anything. And if you think you're just going to go do it, you're going to be good. Ain't happening, you know. It ain't happening. You gotta, you, you gotta be smart about saying, "Hey, this is how I make my money. This is my true business, and this is how I play." I, that that catch twenty two. I'm not sure it's a catch twenty two. It's called ego starts to get the best of you, and you want to go do that thing because ooh, it's fun and it's mm -hmm. kind of you know different. Can't let that happen. Yeah, I looked at it more like it was a good. It was something different to try and see what it could potentially lead to. So when things like that came along, it depended on how serious it was though too. And it also depended on what the money was. <laughs> so, you know, it's like if the money was good and the experience was high, then I would go do it. If the money was, yeah, and the experience wasn't, it wasn't good at all. Or it was just more like, uh, oh, we're going to do this photo shoot for, you know, for this magazine that you'd never heard of. You're like, yeah, all right, whatever. But, you know, do a movie and have a lead in it or do something like that. Then that's something you go, you know what? This could be fun. This will be fun because I'll make it fun. And, it, you know, and it could lead to something. You don't know. So you might as well try it. So that was like, there's there's different. I think there's different um, levels. There's levels to this game. There's different mm -hmm. levels to where um, the priority list is. And so like this is this was up here and this other one was not there. And I think with Rockhold, he just needs to <clears throat> I think he'll he'll have the modeling stuff. And he can fit that in between fights. I think he can. I also look at guys that who have like GSP. 
you know, he got caught by Matt Sarah, and he kind of changed and evolved his game to better to, to better benefit him. And I think Rockhold has always oh. been fucking phenomenal, phenomenal on the ground. He oh. just got away from his wrestling. He got away from all the things that got him to being a world champion and became a stand-up guy and just didn't go back to his wrestling. It looked like he had never wrestled before a day in his life and in his, in his later fights. And I'm just driving myself crazy because I remember watching him fight Jacare where Jacare was just trying to get him down, trying to get him down. And Luke was on par with stuff, stuff in the takedowns. Just could not get Jacare got him down. He hopped back up. Jacare went to get him, like started to lift him and take him down. Luke put a foot down. Luke has all the intangibles when it comes to his jujitsu, his wrestling, all those things. But he got away from him so much that the setups for it and everything like that are not tied in with his stand-up anymore. And so that scares me and concerns me. But if he wants to reshape his career and make it more of a GSP style of wrestler, 185, not a 205, at 185, yep. I think he can end up being the world champion again. I have no doubt. I have no doubts about it. I agree with you completely because Luke Rockhold's ground game is outstanding. I mean incredible yeah so good that people don't know but he doesn't he doesn't use it he he did that same thing that everyone does he he came up being a grappler yeah and then got into the striking area is good at it and then decided oh i, I just i like knocking people out and mm -hmm. just basically walked away from the grappling didn't do it you know take a look at what he did when he won the title against weidman on mm -hmm. the ground chris weidman you know, collegiate wrestler, all of these things. Talk to Sarah about how good he is on yeah. the ground and everything. And Rockhold just dominated him yep. on the ground. You know, Rockhold just did a, a grappling thing against Nikki Rod where go go and watch it. Now, Rock made some mistakes in the match and he ended up losing the match. But, dude, Nikki Rod couldn't do anything with him for a lot of it. He's yeah. that good. You know, yeah. and he needs to do exactly what you said start implementing that grappling game in his fights he could you know take less damage learn from a guy like a randy couture that you know what just kept going with what brung him and mm -hmm. use the grappling to keep that distance where he could be safe and do his thing rocco could still move on and do things in the fight world but if he fights the way that he has been over the last you know five six years He's going to end up getting touched on the chin and he's going to end up getting knocked out. And it's going to be another loss on his record. And yeah. He's not going to make it up that ranking list and to the point where he's getting the bigger money. Yeah, I think at 185, <clears throat> he'll have a hard time with guys like Paul Acosta. I don't know if he'll have a hard time. And I know people are going to give me a hard time about this. I don't know if he'll have a hard time with Izzy. Because I think. Yes, he, come I, on. No, no, I'm yes. saying, no, no. I know he'll have a hard time. I'm saying, like, I don't, I think, I think he could. I think he could, could give could Izzy. He, could he match up with Izzy fighting a smart fight? Yes. yes. That's what I was trying to get. Yes. To. There you go. I think people would, are going to be like, you're fucking crazy. Match up, would he match up with Izzy the way he's been fighting? No. 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 He's, he's going to get knocked yeah. out. If he utilized his wrestling and his jujitsu, I think that yes. he, I think he'd be able to because the size Close and the length, the space, all that stuff. Ball, the, the size, you know, they're, those guys are very similar. Mm. And I will tell you, Rockhold is stronger than Izzy. Yeah. Rockhold's strong. Yeah, Rock. You know, people don't realize he yes. is a just a core strength, strong human being. Yeah. You know, so I just <clears throat> there's things along with him, like watching him. <clears throat> excuse me, watching him come up. He used to skate all the time. He used to surf all the time. He used to do all these things that kept him being an athlete. And now I don't. I see like really, it's like more just training now. If when he trains, he's you know, it's more just training. I wonder if he's still surfing. I wonder if he's still skating. I wonder all those things. He should be. He should be because all those things it's make what you made an him athlete. Who he is. Yeah, it's what yeah. makes you an athlete. I've tried to explain to people that if you have kids, right, <clears throat> get your kids involved in almost everything you possibly can, whether it's skating, whether it's riding bikes, whether it's playing all soccer, all those things, because those are the things that shape them to be whatever athlete they want to be later on. And, you know, as they get older, and then not only that, but it gives them the body coordination from gymnastics to surfing, to skating, to riding a bike, to running, whatever it is, get them in as much stuff as you possibly can, because the kids that do a bunch of different things, I just feel like later on in life have the motor skills to do whatever they want. You know, it doesn't matter what they, they can, they can be, maybe they're not the best at one thing because maybe they didn't care. 
but they end up being very good at a lot of things and they can compete with anybody. <clears throat> you know, and that's, that gives, that gives your kids later on the, um, encouragement to just do whatever they want to do in life. And, you know, and they're, they're confident in what they can do. So with Luke, I felt like every time he walked into the gym, he knew he was confident in everything he could do because he knew he was trained jujitsu, was a skater, was a surfer. I mean, you know, he could obviously run, played, played, played uh, soccer, I think a little bit in volleyball as well. I think his grandfather was like, uh, played for the Golden State Warriors or something like that. <clears throat> and like he, he has some, he has some, his brother was a pro surfer, uh, really good. You know, and so I feel like he just comes from a, a family that has athletes in it and he could he could do anything he wants to shape, reshape his career and just go back to what he was doing. Um, wrestling, jujitsu, stuffing the takedowns, you know, using his hands when he needs to, but going back on the getting back on the legs. He's got all the potential. He's always had all the potential. He just needs to up his fight IQ. That's all. You know, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for him to get the itch, but I'm excited for him to get the itch back at 185, not at 205. That's one. Yeah. And two is, <clears throat> is are we going to see a smarter fighter? You know, it concerns me when I see him with Henry Hooft all the time because now I know that's all you're working is stand up. Maybe a little bit of you know. <laughs> so I just I know I, I just I want to see more of the the punch need, punch he need, kid. He needs more. He needs more Kami than he needs Henry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tommy Barzini is a guy with the grappling over there. and He needs to spend a lot of time with Barzini and uh, get back to the roots. Yeah. I mean, they've got other guys there, too. Gilbert Burns is there. Um, oh, yeah. Who else? Herbert Burns is there as well, his brother. I mean, like, they've got good, you know, good, good jiu-jitsu guys there. So <clears throat> be nice to see him, you know, get after it. We'll you saying, you know, you're, you're tell, saying at 185, I'm going to bring up two things. We talked about movies and stuff. I did uh, I did an interview so long ago now. It was when I was living in California even. And uh, I just saw that that movie came out. It was on Ronda Rousey. And it's so funny to go back and listen to it. But during it, one of the things I said is because her next fight was going to be against Holly Holm. I said, hey, she needs to be smart in the way she fights this. And I, I, it's, they actually put it on the thing. I was, mm -hmm. I was surprised. But they had that. And then there's a, a show that everyone should watch. It's not because I'm on it. But they should watch it for an idea. It's called Bad Cut. It was put out by Flow Grappling. Mm. They did a, a movie. It's well done. It's got like uh, Mike Dolce talking in it a lot, Andy Foster. And it talks about the weight cuts and what's been happening and gives you an idea of what weight cutting can do. So go go see Bad Cut or Bad. pull it up on whatever. <clears throat> Bad Cut. Who a fighter was this around? Was it around a fighter or just weight cutting in general? Well, it was it's around weight cutting in general, but it, it also it, it brings up a fighter that was um, I want to say his name's Christensen. Uh, he's from Texas. He was a jujitsu guy, and he died in the ring. Wow. He uh, he had a heart attack because of the potassium loss in his body, and all of a sudden he was fighting, and all of a sudden you see him, he's fighting, and he steps back away, and all of a sudden, boom, he goes down. They had, you know, they brought him back. You know, wow. he's alive, and he's you know trying to get back, but. This is what weight cuts will will come to and stuff. So, so he didn't, they, so he they didn't did die. a really good job. He didn't no. die. Okay. Well, he died in the ring, but they oh, brought wow. him back. That's crazy, man. Yep. Yeah. I, I can't believe. I here's the thing is, I just can't believe guys that have never fought, and I hear it all the time. You see, I I amateur guys, especially amateur guys, they all think it's cool to cut weight. I know. And I'm like, what do you, what, uh, oh yeah. Are you like, crazy? Like, they think, because we talk about the struggle of making weight all the time, you know, doing this for years. I mean, I've been cutting weight since, jeez, I think I was a eighth grader wrestling in eighth grade. And it was like, but I was cutting like two pounds, you know, but in eighth <laughs> yeah. grade, you don't have, two pounds yeah. is a lot in eighth grade, you know, like you're, you're still trying to figure it out. It's you're a like, struggle, especially when all the kids are eating Twinkies and Ho-Hos. Yeah, and right. <laughs> It's like, you're like, what's going on? I always had that problem. Always. Because I was, I was always big for my age. And so I always had to lose weight. I had to lose weight for football, for wrestling, for everything. And it was, you know, I was, you know, going to school with this healthy little meal. And it was like, I wanted the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. These guys, I just, I don't know. I just, I couldn't believe, I just see some of these guys, especially if you want to go to the amateur shows. And they're talking, and they're weighing in the day of, and they're trying to cut like six, seven pounds. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, are you kidding? I've seen amateur shows where they're trying to cut 20 pounds. Yeah, it's dumb. And you look and you go, are you nuts? Yeah. You realize how bad you're going to perform after the first minute? Yep. 
No, I'm told, I'm just so. And, and the funny part is, it's only six minutes, right? They're two minute rounds. Yep. So I'm like, it's gonna be a whirlwind of just no technique. It's whoever ends up on top wins. It's like, cause the rounds. If you end up on top for the, you know, for a minute of it, you won. It's like the fight's over. Let's get rocked, you know. Uh, but it's pretty funny to talk about. Uh, it's it's but bad cut. That's what you call it. It's called by Flow Grappling. Bad cut. Is it on uh, Netflix or anything, or where's it at? I, Just I don't, on Flow I don't Grappling. See, I can't. I, no, I, I think there, it is coming out on Netflix and stuff, but I don't know if it's there. Okay. Yet. Well, you have to replug that when uh, when you get the more material figured out. Yeah. Well, that's not. I, I'm, I'm plugging it because I think they did a really good job, with it. Mm. and they give they give an honest view of weight cutting and what it's done in the sport of MMA. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shift gears a little bit. Um, shift. UFC 249 in Florida, Jacksonville. Gonna happen. Jacksonville, Jacksonville. And you're yeah. saying it's gonna happen. Yes. And the reason why you, it's gonna you, happen you, you is because you were trying you were trying to say the thing about Florida, and I said don't be so sure because I had talked with people there, and they said no, we we, we haven't heard from them at all. And then that next day, yes. And then so I knew, and they, in fact, the Florida Commission helped push. Uh, the UFC towards Jacksonville based upon them being there's certain places in Florida they they could have had problems and in Jacksonville they're not going to have any problems with it the the mayor there is very happy with people being able to do certain things as far as working and things so you know this is going to happen and it's completely different you know this is where people are going to say well you were saying it was bad before this is completely different what is going on for this 249 compared to when they wanted to go to the Tachi Palace. No, it isn't, John. It's exactly the same, John. It's exactly the same. Okay. Nothing's different, the, and, and that's in that right there just shows <laughs> just why kidding. you are what we call a... Troll. <laughs> <laughs> I just trolled you, buddy. There you go, man. Uh, I, I just uh, yeah. figured it was because of the WWE, man. They laid the way, okay, right? Like, Podcast Dave will back me up here. They paved ah. the way for the UFC to end up going to Florida. They're the... I think, honestly, There's every promotion just needs to follow what they do. Vince McMahon is a fucking genius. Dana White's not. He just follows what Vince McMahon does, and that's well, why they're so big. No, don't, just, don't. I'll give Podcast Dave this. <laughs> What's that? You know, you want to talk about, you know, Dana often says, hey, I looked at the boxing model and I went in the complete opposite direction. And he, and he did because he looked at Vince McMahon and he copied him. Yes. To a T. Yeah. And, you know, and he'll, he'll even admit it. Okay. He, should. he looked at Vince McMahon and said, that's the way to run the business. And he didn't have the Ali act that he had to work with it mm. like a boxing promoter. So everything that McMahon did, Dana could copy and do. So when you're looking at Vince McMahon, you are looking at the guy that set up what Dana White does. Yeah, it, it, he almost took over his personality as well. Oh yeah, like he, he, dude, he, 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 if he if he was smart enough to walk out like this, yeah, he would have done it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Connor was the one that Connor had to bring it. it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Do you know how? Do you know how bad that tasted coming out of my mouth? Oh all that man, credit, giving all that and credit. knowing that Dave is sitting there and he's Just, getting. He's getting a chub. He loves it, man. <laughs> he loves it. Every time we bring up the WWE and anything we say positive about them, Dave's over here with, with his world title, his WWE world title belt. With a little Holding chubby, it over his head. A little chubby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he just copied the model. And I thought, I thought he, we obviously can see he copied the model. But I think I agree with you. The um, It is completely different situations from California to Florida. Florida's now allowing them to open up a little bit and have have some outdoor activities. And and th are they they're not going to have fans though. That's no. No, there, there so, will be, no there's no fans. It's, yeah. it's surprising it's going to be in an arena but you know that's that's where they figured they could, you know, do it and do it with space. Yeah. You know because it's going to be, you know, Bellator is going to start going to sound stages. Yeah. Paramount Studios, you know, and those are big but yeah, you've got you've got some questions about space and everything but the real question is, you know, the officials that are going to be going there, they've been asked to stay in Jacksonville because the UFC's got three shows that they're doing in Jacksonville back to back to back. The ninth, I want to say the 13th, 13th. and the 16th. Yeah. And so all those, all the officials they're going to be used have to stay in Jacksonville. So they're going to be there for a week and a half. What's the 13th? The 13th is a Friday? 
There's, it's, if that's on the weekend, then what's the 16th? They're going to have a show on a Monday? Wednesday. I, I, oh, I guess it, yeah. I, I think on Wednesday. It's a Wednesday, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then it really wouldn't matter. It really wouldn't matter. Then like, It doesn't matter anyway, so there's no fans. People just be watching TV. Okay, yeah. Never mind. I keep thinking, like, how are you going to have a show on us on the Wednesday? Yeah. Anyways. But I was like, it doesn't yeah, matter. There's no fans coming. So to me, exactly. You don't have to worry about point, getting man. off work. This is completely different. They're going to be cranking yeah. out shows. And, and this is where people get off in this whole world. The fight island, you know, wherever that's going to be and stuff, you know, and they're talking all kinds of crazy things in crazy places. Florida's an island. Fuck it. <laughs> it's a peninsula. Fuck it. <laughs> Call what it is, man. It's good. That's as close to the island these fuckers are getting. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a fight island because everyone will be back to normal in fucking a couple months. Like, why no, invest I, all I that think, time? I think there is going to be a fight island. Oh, maybe. I, I really do. Good well, for those guys. Good for the them. reason. No, here, here's your difference. You're going to have these fights are going to go off in Florida and Jacksonville. And what the UFC is trying to do is time out when the Nevada State Athletic Commission can come back into play. And then every show, every show is going to be done at the apex with the Nevada State Athletic Commission. And there's what's the reason to move your show around when you can't have fans? Everyone, there is no reason. Everyone loves Vegas, so why not? Well, and it's not everyone. It doesn't even matter if people, if you hate Vegas, it doesn't matter. If you're a fighter, that's where you're going to go. They have a place for you to train. You've got the PI. Yeah. It's there. So if you want to train, we've got a place for you to train. We got, we have the facilities to feed you. They have all of that. And you're just going to be here at the Apex Center. This is where you're going to do the fights. It's all in-house. It works. It's the cheapest. They're, uh, they're in control of everything except yeah. the regulation. You know, that that was where the real problem stemmed from the Tachi Palace is Florida, the regulatory body, is going to regulate those fights. California, they said no, and the UFC was saying, well, we're going to go do it anyways. And that's where they were stepping outside of what they've always tried to, you know, keep there as, hey, we we go with regulation. And that was, they were they were stepping outside of it. That was where the problem was. You know, if they can get back with Nevada working as far as a commission, whenever that happens, then they can go to the Apex Center. That's that's where all their fights are going to be, except for the international fighters that they have. When is it that they're going to be able to bring them into the United States? Because that's the real question. That's what Fight Island is. Mm-hmm. Fight Island is about all of their international fighters. So the real question for Sean Shelby and Mick Maynard is, as the matchmakers, now you can't even match up all of your fighters. You've got to match up your international fighters. Only they can fight each other. And your domestic fighters, only they can fight each other. So they've got their work cut out for them. It's not an easy task. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's going to be it's going to be hard for them to get done regardless. I, Mick Maynard and uh, <laughs> Shelby, they're going to have to earn their money. Like it's, oh. I, I, I remember, and I've said this story, I think once or twice already on this show, you know, Joe Silva, one time I was asking for a fight. He's like, look, Josh, these are all the lightweights that I have. And look at all the red, the ones that are in red. Those are the ones that are injured. There was like one or two people in the top 20 that were able to fight. He's like, those are the guys I can choose from. It's not like I don't want to match you up with those guys. Sure. The other ones just can't fire right now. They're either injured, they have stitches, or their baby mama's having a baby. You know, like it's all these things that are lined up. And so when they're trying to do their job and now you have three quarters of their rosters in another country, it's going to be even harder, you know? And so it's they've got their work cut out for them. I think I am excited for the fact that they laid out their plan of like, hey, we're going to have fights. What is it? May 4th or whatever, 6th? What May 9th. It? May 9th. So May 9th and then again 13th. Then you said 13th, 16th. So it's, that's going to be perfect, man. I mean, that's a good way to get them, themselves rolling. And, and it gives us something to talk about. I think, and who knows, <laughs> Nevada Nevada may open up, I think, right around May 15th. So that yeah, they can just well, roll everything what, else back into, that's why I into say Vegas. It just works for them. So when does Fight yeah. Island start then? If they're able to go back to Vegas, there'd be no reason to do Fight Island unless you call you it the Apex. You can't bring the fighters from other countries into the United States. Yeah. That's the problem. But that's you don't think they'll allow talking about that. You don't think they'll allow travel though by June? Or you think they're going to keep travel done until that time? I don't I don't know. You know, it's 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 the question, it's the unknown. And so there I think Dana's looking at it saying, "Well, I'm not going to go with an unknown. I'm going to make something happen. I'm going to 
have this thing that wherever it's at, I would think that that fight island is somewhere not in the Caribbean, like people are saying. It is somewhere more towards, eh, you know, the Middle East area, you know, towards all of the things that are there in the United oh. Arab Emirates, towards Israel, all that. There's got to be some place that he's got, you know. You figure they had Flash Entertainment owned a part of the UFC for quite a while there. He still has those contacts, and yeah. there's all those little tiny places out there. Flash Entertainment is what? Flash Entertainment is a uh, United Arab Emirates uh-huh. corporation that a lot of money. 10%, they, right, you know, is what they bought? Come, they they had bought 10%. 9% from uh, the Fertitas and 1% from Dana. Got it. That's pretty but, cool. Yeah, I, I can see them building a whole little island, you know, and somewhere in Dubai or something like that or outside of Dubai. Well, I mean, Come on, let's take a look at Dubai, and you can see all the islands that are made. So yeah, it's like, well, yeah, they could do it. You know, I, I don't know how much money it would cost, but yo, they were. Uh, someone was. This was years and years ago. They were saying that China was actually trying to build a landing strip in an island out there, like right around Hawaii. <clears throat> they were maybe even some more south. They were trying to build an island that was like a landing strip, so they could have a base out there. So they were dumping sand. And this island oh, yeah. just appeared in the middle of nowhere. And some of the, some of the, uh, what are they called? The satellites. Satellites. Yeah. Satellites had noticed this island was being built and it was getting bigger and bigger. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? So they looked into it more and Chinese vessels were coming out and dumping sand in this low part of the sea. And they were trying to build an island so they could put a, a base there, a military base there. That's pretty sneaky, man. I mean, they ended up, I guess, apparently stopping him and telling him like it can't be done. This thing you guys can't like, you know, I don't whatever, whatever the <laughs> countries do when they talk and shit gets more fucked up. So there you go. <laughs> um now, another thing that's been happening that people don't even know about, kind of, but we have been, you know, this whole thing with everyone sitting still and stuff. Andy Foster in California started this training thing, and we the first time we did it. This is for officials, for judges. That we started it with judges, then it became referees and everybody. But we started. Oh, man, you got uh, some good stories about this. Let me hear them. Oh my god! <laughs> Let <dude>. me hear. <laughs> People are amazing, dude. Yes, They're they amazing. Are. Okay, I'm not get, sure that's the word I would use, but go ahead. <laughs> special. How's that? I'm going to use special. A little short yellow bus special. Oh man! I tell you, see, my wife would get mad at me for saying oh, that. I'm glad you said, said it because it. that's the perfect analogy. I said it short yellow school bus special <laughs> you know it, we started off and i think we had five people on the first call it was a zoom it was the first time that we'd ever dude i wish i had invested in zoom oh man oh my god that thing is blown up but anyways Crazy. so we do this zoom call and we see that we, we can watch fights together and then talk about them you know it's a way of training you know just for the the week and stuff it all it all worked out so we then once it worked out, we figured out, okay, that's that's how you do it. Then other people were invited. So then all of a sudden, the next call, there was probably 15 people. And then the next call, there was probably 45, 50 mm-hmm. people. Then the next call, there's like 100 and some people. And you get all, you know, you're getting, uh, he's inviting other commissions and executive directors. You know, and the last call had, you know, Mark Ratner was on it. You had Andy Foster. You had Jim Erickson from Texas. You had all these people from different states and everything. But you're seeing, you know, some of these are high level guys that you're seeing in this call. And then some of them are guys that you know, you've never seen. You don't know. And there's there's guys sitting there and they'll have their gi on with a black belt around their <laughs> neck or something. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Oh, Do you man. see everybody on this call? J- just all of them train. OK, yeah. yeah you, I don't know what you're trying to show. Yeah. OK, but you're sitting in your house with a gi on. If you haven't figured out the first step in douchebaggery, <laughs> you have fucking reached it. Uh, or is the douchebag starter kit? <laughs> right. This is like your Zoom oh, button and your gi and black belt. Uh, <laughs> you got downloaded the app, the Zoom app, and then your gi like, and your black you belt. Go, oh, oh man. please get that up. What are you doing? It's but, all right. Maybe he just got done rolling in his living room. Who knows? Maybe man? he did, man. He had a grappling dummy. Slack. I'm sorry, man. You know, give him a break. Maybe <laughs> I know. he could have been showing. Hey, how much of a jerk are you? He could have been showing his son some techniques right before. You know, I, you and know then what? he just hey just jumped right <sighs> on the Zoom and yeah, exactly. And you're just right. tearing this guy I apart. I apologize. Now. 
Yeah. I apologize. I, am I would so look wrong. at him being, I would look at somebody being more of a douchebag if they just showed up in their banana hammock and be like, all right, now <laughs> you're a douchebag. You're a douchebag <laughs> with a full orange spray tan. I could see that too. Oh, there you go. Nothing fucking surprises me anymore. I'm just telling you, not one no. thing surprises me. It's hilarious to see just, I see people walking around all the time and they, like back in the old Jersey Shore days, right? And they were always orange. I still see that, except I see it now on women. And I'm like, why? why? What? I don't understand. I just don't get it. Anyways, I wish women would stop getting um, like injections. You know, like oh. they all, they all start, they all must go to the same doctor. They all look the same and it bugs me. And I'm just like, gosh, I, like you guys, I, I've known some girls that were just had like those soft features, beautiful. And I talked with Rogan about this. I'm like, why, why are they doing this? Now some of these girls, they all look like all the other girls. They were, they had, they're still beautiful, but they just, everything looks plasticky. And I'm yep. like, uh, it's, it's, it's ruined, it's ruined a lot of. They got lips. They got lips that look like someone just punched them. Yeah, it's like, yeah. come on, man. Ah. Just be who you are. Ah. Hey. I've been this. I've been this way for my whole life. Ugly. It works. <laughs> okay, just let it be. It doesn't matter. Oh, I gotta tell you guys though, John. Uh, <laughs> Elaine showed me this picture of John. I said, send it to me. She would send it to me with him <laughs> in these white like. Uh, Ah, speedos <laughs> no bullshit no speed dolphin shorts from the freaking 80s is that what you're talking yeah, about yeah 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 well you know they were close to speedos they were Those so are running sad. shorts john i didn't realize like i knew i knew we called you big john for a reason and i remember the the first fights you did back in the day but man you looked huge in that picture huge <laughs> i just was jacked i'm like man it looked like he was carrying uh watermelons and trying to like get himself through the crowd <laughs> it was great you know when someone you know you send somebody out to just like hey take the trash out and they try to carry two trash cans that's what john looked like he was like walking like it was it was great man but it was uh, it, it was like i had the tiger white uh 80s runners runner shorts right they're all well, runner shorts almost the Almost what the Hooter girls wear. So it was, yeah. but, they, but they were white. But, yeah. Hooter, girl. <laughs> but they, they were, were white. Right. But they were. It was. I thought you know, if if I was a woman, sexy. You are definitely sexy. To <laughs> 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 give you a hard time. Yeah. Oh man, I look at back at some of my high school stuff, and I'm thinking oh, to myself, it's horrible. bro. What? It's horrible. I was like, what? The my fuck wife. Are my, you thinking? my wife. Oh, dude, she she pulls that <laughs> shit out, and I said, burn that goddamn. Thing, right? Oh no. I tried to get her to send it to me. She did you a solid, though. She didn't send it to me. <laughs> I would hold that over your head the rest of your oh. life. <laughs> it was great. Hey, I heard that you're doing a bunch of breakdowns right now for uh, CBS. Yeah. For the Bellator got, uh, fights. Bellator Recharged is yeah. uh, out there. And so from my little my little spot here. I got to do uh, things that get, you know, Mike Sorno gets, gets me a, an idea of what he wants. And we talk about, you know, they started off with the World Heavyweight Grand Prix that uh, yeah. Bellator ran and uh, just showing fights off of it. And there's some really good fights in there. So give a little clip, little clip and then they, they run the whole show on CBS. So. Now, CBS is, are, Sports. CBS Sports, correct? Okay, so CBS yes. Sports, yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be the beginning of a, a new relationship. And I'm excited, man. That's I know there was a lot of talk. I don't know if we're going to get full action fights on there right away you know um they'll do a lot of replays i believe for at least a while and then uh eventually hopefully they'll they'll start moving some of our shows over there i know some we'll have we'll have a lot of shows to catch up so they're gonna have to run some probably on paramount some on cbs some on cbs sports you know we have a lot of shows to catch up on a lot of fighters that are contracted to be fighting so oh yeah they were there the bellator is in the same type of little pickle that the ufc is Except UFC has double the amount of fighters on contract, so yeah. UFC is even more like way more in a pickle because you know they 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 do what fifty four shows or something like that a year, so um they they've got a lot to catch up on. So for them to miss Ooh. this amount of time, fuck man, I can see why Dan is panicking, and I Absolutely. can always understand I can always understand his side of of having to deal with all this. You know, because he's like, fuck, these guys can, they literally can wash them out, take all and make them pay them if they don't get their fights in and their amount of time that they're contracted. And um, I've said this story before. Sean Shirk did that to them one time. And after that, he got released after his last, you know, one of his next fights. They just So what him. you're saying is probably wasn't a good idea. 
Yeah, it's not it's not a good idea. But I mean, you, I, I guess you could look at it in a couple different ways. You know, like you're making a business decision. There's not like there's not other promotions for you to go to that pay very well, depending on who you are. Just let's make that clear. OK, if you are someone who's not ranked in the top 25, I wouldn't even consider it. <laughs> like you just just take hey, the just bite the bullet and keep fighting. You did see that the UFC did pay those guys for London like you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, 20, 20, we're, we're on a positive note here, so I want to stay away from that. Like, we're talking positive <laughs> about the UFC. What's, um, hold it, hold it, hold, hold it. I thought That's it was a positive. A, I thought it was a slap in the face. Oh, okay, hold it. I want you to think back. You got 10000 from them, and you were happy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because there was no other promotion for me to go to. There's promotions now for these guys to go to. There was no other promotion to go to. Where was it? UFC just bought Strike Force. Where the now, fuck was I going to go? If, if you're Leon Edwards or you're Tyron Woodley, the 20,000 is like, damn, I was going to make a whole lot more than oh, that. Oh, yeah. That sucks. But for a lot of the fighters, hey, it, it's a good thing. And at least they got paid something. So I agree. I am, I'm very happy that they got paid something. I there thought you it go. Was, I thought it was a little bit of a slap in the face. Uh, you know, some some I, of them, some of them did say, probably hey. that was their minimum, or that was their that was their actual full that was purse. The, actually, their pay. Yeah, that was actually their pay. So, so yeah, but but not for the guys that are on that main card. Well, not for the main ones. But, not for know. the main card. Main card probably made. You know, those guys are making probably one twenty one. You know, that's a lot of money to bite a bullet on. I'm just, oh, yeah. you're, you know, that's a lot of money, and we're not knowing when they're, yeah, not knowing. Now, here's the other thing: does that count as a fight towards their contract? So does that mean that no. fights off? It, no. Sh I mean, should it? Should. Yes. You know, so now my pay goes up to the next one in the next fight. Ooh, like that, there's dude, different ways. Now like, you're if, talking. If you, yeah. did, now you paid me 20 grand. Did I win or did I, did I win or did I lose? Am I, is my pay going up? Did I, is my pay going up three to <laughs> well, five or 10 grand like it was supposed to? All, all I would say is I know I didn't lose. Yeah. See, so, so it's, it's, <laughs> where, where do you go with the money wise? Next part. I mean, I, I'm, I'm very just, I, I don't know. I'm happy that they got paid. I'm happy they got a little bit of money to put in their pocket. Josh, to keep them you look going. at the sunshine. Look at the bright side. Come on. Sunshine, baby. <clears throat> look at the yeah. sunshine. Yeah, I know. I am. Um, it, it's burning my eyes. It's, it's, <laughs> no, I just, I know people are going to rag on me for on them. I, I thought we were on a positive note, so I'll stay that way. I think, I think it's good. They got paid. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of details I would like to know more about. Like, does it, does their pay go up? Is that count as a fight off their contract? Their pay go That's, up. There's little, I, those are little things, yeah. but in the long those, run, those are, but those are makes, things you're never going to know. Yeah. You're not gonna. Know. Really that's between that's between the promotion and the fighter. You're not gonna know. Or they're. they're I don't even. Management. I don't even think the fighters have even thought about that yet. They probably haven't. Yeah. You're probably right about that, but their management, I'm sure, is thinking about it. Possibly, yeah. Possibly, it depends on who your manager is. I guess, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> who knows? I think it's uh, it's it's a common <laughs> podcast, Davis. I just think you're in a bad mood because because of what you're wearing today with the with the skip cap and the rolled up sleeves. All you need now is a cigarette and you'll be good to go. Oh yeah, the gangster. <laughs> it's like no, I just I I know I was I'm in a great mood. I think uh, I'm excited about USC 249. It's gonna happen. Yes. What are the next two shows gonna be called? 50 and 51. No Nothing. Doesn't matter it, to me. They, Who cares? I don't yeah. care what it's called. <clears throat> Oh, they haven't said anything yet. And will it still be in Jacksonville? So it'd be three, yes, five. Okay, so same, three, all three all locations. Three, same location. Same so location. they set up for the UFC. They set up their stuff. You know, they'll have the arena. No one's going to use the arena anyways. Yeah. So they don't, they don't have to break anything down. They'll, they'll cool. be able to do those three shows there back to back to back. Interesting. The, the question is, you know, for, for some of the people having to stay there, now you're taking wherever you live and now you're going there and once the first show is over, what do you do for that week? <laughs> it's like, okay, this is, You're this in is great for a couple of days. You're in, You're in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. You can walk around, right. I guess. I yeah, I mean, you can walk around and do your thing, but it's a... Uh, Are they provide? Do you know if they're providing... Sh uh, what is it? The COVID shot. I guess there's some sort of COVID shot that you can get. Lysol? Mm. Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, say uh, one thing that they can play with. Wow. Gonna get just work. No, Clorox chewables. I, they've got Clorox didn't waste any time with their chewables, man. They came right out. Hey, bleach tastes a whole lot better than you realize. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your advice. I'll take your word on that, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, geez. Burns a little going down. Yeah, burns a little. Jeez. Well, I've, I, I have 
you know, and people say all the time, I look drunk on here. So it makes might sense. as well say I have, I've had things to drink that kind of tasted like <laughs> bleach, I yeah. guess. and went down the same way. So, Oh man. Oh shit. Um, what's it's up? Early. It's too early for drinks, John. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the East coast, man. It's, it's right around that time. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Um, <clears throat> what Sunrise else? here, baby. Oh, it's yeah. We're at sun's here now. Yeah, not quite. What else? What else we got? You can see everybody's brain ticking right now. Yeah. Oh, then my brain is not ticking at all. I don't worry. Um, about <laughs> did you guys hear the Khabib's dad's in hospital right now? Oh yeah, yeah, that's a real question because you know they say he's got pneumonia. Yeah. And you know, normally we say, "Oh man, that's bad. He's got pneumonia. That's not good." But they'll be able to take care of it. And now you're thinking. Yeah. Is it pneumonia or is it caused by this coronavirus? Did he end up, you know, catching it? Is he going to be okay? I, all I can say is, you know, you know, I hope everything turns out great for, you know, his father. I hope he's healthy. I hope he comes out of this, you know, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Pray for him. Yeah, I think I, I'm obviously I'm just, uh, yeah, it's sad. It's sad to say. I, but we had we had some friends that I had a couple of friends that actually. Thought it was COVID, they went to the hospital and it was pneumonia. So they were able to treat it, came home, everything was fine. So, but I guess apparently there are some similarities because of it affects the lungs. So yep. <clears throat> hopefully he just gets put on some medication and gets sent home. Um, yeah, I didn't want to think about what would, you know what would happen. It would just change Khabib's whole lifestyle and everything that he he looks to his father for everything. It doesn't even matter. He looks to his father for everything. So. Yeah, send prayers, love, and everything to his family and uh, his father. So, um, hope that comes out good. You, you know, the, the funny thing is, and, and podcast Dave is the guy that should really listen to this. You know, the the similarities that they're getting off of you know this COVID is overweight. Wow, podcast Dave. So every, everyone saw when he, when he did the workout video with you that you know way <laughs> overweight or at least out of shape. Yeah, very out of shape. <laughs> very. Yeah. Yeah. Having high blood pressure, oh, he for diabetes. Sure. His face was red when he was working out. Uh, I'm going to buy a, a dozen donuts after the show as well. So <laughs> I'm going straight to the donut shop. Yeah, I might go with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny. Is this, he is he is fat and overweight? You know, for someone uh, who's he's not fat at all. He's like what? What are you he's five? Not six, overweight. Five six five seven. What? What? Two two o oh, two. Come on. I'm six one, dumbass. <laughs> He's definitely looking down on you, man. Oh, I don't, know. Man. He's, don't be he's, jealous he's just because like you're like four jealous. foot two. Don't calm be jealous, down, homie. Calm down, calm down, my new bowl. Calm down. <laughs> my kid made me tumbo. Calm down, buddy. Fucking Josh, man. Oh, I, I have to duck to get into the studio. Jo Josh, Josh can do jumping jacks in the doorway. Uh, I have one of those. Oompa, I have one of those oompa loompa door like uh, studios. <laughs> it's, it's, it gets bigger, like the room gets smaller. smaller. Yeah, smaller, it gets. Smaller. So you guys think <laughs> Josh, Josh is sinking into that chair? He's not. It's no. just a, that chair's a normal size. Josh just looks <laughs> tidy in it. That chair's got uh, lifts. Yeah. It all, it Dave, Dave's got up. controls that keeps on pumping it up. Exactly. So Josh doesn't have to climb up onto it when he gets here. It's hilarious <laughs> to listen to this guy talk. It's so funny. I'll tell you. Because when he gets off, when, when he's not behind that, that desk and that microphone, he turns into a completely different person. Don't be scared, homie. Don't be scared. You got to walk past me to get to the exit, bud. <laughs> so, well, I, I, I did give you permission. I, I never want you to hurt Dave in a bad way. I don't, don't ever hit him to the head. Don't kick him to the head. Oh. But after his recent comments that were on a text message that we had, I told you, I want you to liver kick that son of a bitch. Oh, man. He's going to get it. It's going to be great. Not great. unless it's on video. Oh, man. He just needs a body shot just to oh. feel it. Oh, man. Um, it's an experience you never forget. Coker talked to me yesterday. I talked to Coker yesterday. He said something about um, they're going to be, like, releasing all three of uh, my Gill fights on CBS. And I yeah. was like, I'm trying to figure out how because – Unless Showtime has the rights to that, I don't know. Yeah, well, Showtime has rights to old Strike Force fights, uh -huh. along with the the Zufa, uh -huh. not the UFC, but Zufa owns the old Strike Force library, so they have the rights. But then they also there's rights by Showtime that they have for wow. so long to be able to show that. So that might be how interesting. Since Showtime is owned by CBS. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to figure out how because I've seen like the UFC has been putting out some old strike force fights. They just put out the uh Yeah, Jacare, they put out anything they want. Yeah, Jacare and something fight. 
Uh, it was a good fight. Jacare and something. Tim yeah. Kennedy? No. 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 I can't remember. CTE. Um, it was, but it was, it was, it was a good fight. It was a good fight. Oh, Lawler. Sorry. It was Jacare and Lawler. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was, it was a good little scrap for the first round and a half. And then Lawler started getting tired. Yep. But it was a good little scrap, man. Um, I think that's it, bud. What else? That's it. I think we're good. Talk to me. Like, what's going on with your place? Weather's crap. Nashville. I heard it was raining like an inch, Holy an inch every crap, ten minutes. Man. There, huh? Man, I tell you what. I, Mother Nature, she is an absolute bitch. Okay, <laughs> she like gets pissed, like podcast man. Dave. <laughs> she gets pissed, and man, here it's like all of a sudden you know it'll be like sunshine. All of a sudden you see the rolling clouds come in, and all of a sudden it's like. Yeah, you know, and I'm not used to it. California, you know, you get rain, it's like you know, little dripples. Yeah, doesn't do anything, man. Here, it gets angry, and yeah. then all of a sudden, it's gone. And there, here comes the sun again. You go, okay, I guess you're not that pissed anymore. You know, but man, it's it's crazy. I I love the weather here. It's really cool. Yeah, you live right there on the like on a, on a lake, right? Yeah. So, um, your dock. Why is your dock? Why is your dock fl flood all the time? Is it <laughs> because? Okay. I'll explain it to you. You don't have it on you, floaters? No, floating docks. That's that's weak. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Go think ahead. of a think of a pier in the ocean. Uh -huh. Okay, does the pier float? No, it's got moors and it goes down into the ground, okay. and the waves crash against it. Nothing rocks, and you can stay on it. Doesn't matter. Got it. That's that's the way a real boathouse is. Well, okay. here. They have all of these different uh, dams and locks and levels. Well, obviously water runs downhill. Mm -hmm. And so coming from the mountains and going through Tennessee and the little Tennessee river, it hits all these different dams. Well, they have a, uh, a it's called the Tennessee Valley TVA, Tennessee Valley authority, and they control those dams and locks. Well, when it rains a lot, it may, it may not even be raining where you're at, but it's raining up here and all this water is coming uh, and i mean there's a lot of water and so then they try to regulate and they'll, they'll let water out but they can only let so much water out or they start to flood yeah. down below you so they they do this management of uh they'll they'll bring the lake up to a certain point and sometimes it floods your boathouse a little bit uh, or a lot and yeah it's just part of living here it's all good and, and when i first when it first happened i was like holy shit you know and i'm pulling stuff off and it's bad it's like I, you know the whole thing's gonna sink now it's like Oh, here comes the water. Yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> do you lose some chairs? Oh, you do. With my wife, I lose chairs all the time. Oh, man. And my wife leaves stuff out there. And if you leave stuff out, like the winds come, the yeah. winds in the rain, they will take a chair and they will, it will, it will look like the Wizard of Oz. It's going <laughs> off of the dock and down the, into the water. And it's like, oh, I got to fish it out. If your wife's polluting. Um, oh man, tell me about it. It's bad. I know the weather's been strange because Frankie Edgar posted a video. Uh, my mom lives in Tom's River where Frankie lives. And uh, he posted a video from his ring, uh, his doorbell ring, <clears throat> the camera video of the tornado whipping through like right by his house. There was a tornado in Tom's River. I'm like, that's random. But it was like, <laughs> it, it showed the video and then all of a sudden his video got real uh, staticky and then came back. But. Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. I was like, wow, that's insane. I see how fast the wind picked up and how fast it slowed down. It was like non-existent. It was that's crazy. Strange times, my man. Strange times. We're living in strange well, times. I will tell you, I have reached the level of complete hick. You are a hick because now? I have a pet possum. Oh, man. <laughs> you guys, that thing is gonna excuse me. It, it's an opossum. Opossum. That thing opossum. is going to grow up and and just, it's going to just, uh, you guys have animals? It's going to probably kill one of your animals here. They ain't going to kill nothing, dude. They don't do anything. No, oh, so, man. They're they're so not, they are not friendly. They are. Dude, not they, when they get they, older. Yeah, all they do is they act. Okay, they're they're kind of like that dude, you know, that you, you like know Dave. all your life. They're like podcast tough. Exactly. They're like podcast Dave. <laughs> they'll sit there and they'll like puff up. <laughs> And as soon as you do anything, they just fall over and mm. act dead. You yeah. guys, if you guys haven't gone to Podcast Dave's Instagram, you guys got to go there. Podcast Dave is what it is. I got to tell you guys, man, it's hilarious. Look at some of his old pictures from him back in Scotland. Oh, man. He has the dyed Eminem blonde hair. He's got, oh. he's got it all. He's got, a, he's got like old uh, videos of him 
he calls it spitting bars. So <laughs> where he's rapping, it's pretty funny, man. You got to check it out. Meanwhile, we'll go back and look at old pictures of Josh with freaking rainbow hair. <laughs> it's okay, though, but I was yeah, making... he did have that. I, I remember I was, those. I was, I was, I did. You can't say shit. I can, I can say something. I can, but I won't. Try. I won't, I won't. I won't. Uh, always trying to knock me. All right, guys. Well, hey, it was great talking to you guys. Um, Dave and I are going to get a bunch of donuts. And so... You know, we're going to enjoy the rest of my Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And we will chat again. Uh, maybe try to get another one this week sometime if we can. See if uh, Podcast Dave can fit us in. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Stupid. He is a busy man. Yeah. I just, you know, I'm not going to say that. Well, I, I'm, I not, just, I'm not going to uh, say that. He can't. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, thank you so much. Go to YouTube. Hit this thumbs up and subscribe button there. Please share our videos everywhere else you possibly can. Post our videos on Facebook, uh, Instagram, anywhere you guys can. We would appreciate it. Go ahead and start getting uh, the, our word out. And also go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Josh Thompson Official. We have a new shirt up there as well as our logo shirt, which is weighing in. So check that out there. Check them out. I actually like this next one because the next one has uh, the design of us. And the fence, and then podcast Dave over the podcast fence. Podcast Dave. <laughs> it's we'll, we'll also repost those pics on IG. So once you have your T-shirt, take a picture and send it to us. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So Please send do. it. Tag us in it, and then we'll repost it and uh, and show you guys some gratitude. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we'll talk to you guys soon.